0: Destiny, welcome back. Today we're going to read Bread for Words, a Frederick Douglass story. It's by Shena Keller. I know where I was born, not when. It was Tuckahoe, Maryland. I lived free as a bird near the bay in a small cabin with grandma. There wasn't a whole lot to do inside of our cramped cabin. So I called to the birds, the frogs, the cats, and the dogs. I chirped and barked and squabbled until even the animals couldn't tell if I was one of their own. One day grandma told me that I would have to leave. Why? I asked. We belong to old master, she said. We are slaves. What does that mean? I thought I belonged to grandma. They won't teach you a thing but to work, and you won't have a choice. But why am I a slave? I did not want to be told when to work, where to work, how to work, and to not have a choice. Grandma was silent on the day that we left the cabin, early in the morning. We walked 12 long miles on a day swamped with heat and bugs, "'to a place called the Great House Farm. "'When we arrived, children ran out to see me. "'They surrounded me, laughing and teasing me so. "'Then Grandma left without saying goodbye. "'I met my brothers and sisters at the Great House, "'but I didn't know them well. "'Without Grandma, I was too sad to play. "'Then I met Daniel.' He lived in the great house. We hunted and hiked and fished together. Daniel occasionally shared his cakes with me. He showed me the great house and all the grand rooms inside, including his. Except for the color of our skin, it was hard to know why we were any different. Daniel was not a slave. He wasn't born into it. At night, Daniel slept in a warm bed with a full belly. I had no bed. On the coldest nights, I slept with a bag that was used to carry corn. It wasn't long enough to cover up my feet, so I put it over my head. I didn't have enough to eat or enough clothes to stay warm. I didn't even know my age, but Daniel knew his. When his tutor came, he taught Daniel to read and write and speak. I wanted to learn, too, but Grandma was right. They didn't give me a choice. I was not old enough to work in the field. I was told to clean the yards, keep the birds out of the garden, and drive the cows. No matter how bad I wanted to learn and read and write, they wouldn't teach me a thing. It was illegal, they said, unlawful, unsafe why? I walked like them. I talked like them. I walked and talked exactly like them. I showed them I could. Is that why I was sent to Baltimore, far away from my brothers and sisters? I left the plantation the same way that Grandma did, without saying goodbye. In Baltimore, I lived with Mr. Hugh Auld, kin to Old Master, and his wife, Mrs. Sophia. I was told to take care of little Thomas, their young son. City life was different from plantation life. There was plenty of food for me to eat and warm clothes for me to wear. At night, I now had a good straw bed with covers. Miss Sophia was kind at first. She knew as little of slavery as I did. When she read to Thomas from the Bible, I followed along, to my surprise, She taught me like no one else would. She taught me my ABCs. She taught me how to spell next. I felt proud to know three and four letter words. She was proud of me too. But when Mr. Ald saw what I could do, anger caught a hold of him. He should know nothing but to do as he's told, he said. If you teach Freddy how to read, there would be no keeping him. He forbade Miss Sophia from teaching me. From that moment, I understood the pathway from slavery to freedom. If I learned to read, I could loosen the chains of bondage. I couldn't give up, but how would I learn now that I lost my teacher? As Thomas grew older, I was told to carry his books and walk him to school. An idea came to me. I met a lot of hungry boys on the streets. The boys were between nine and twelve years old. Was I as old as them? I remembered how I hated the pinches of hunger in my belly. This time, my hunger was different from theirs. When I was sent on errands, I always took my book with me and I took extra bread. When I saw the boys on the streets, I offered them bread for words. It worked! With their help, at different times and in different places, I finally learned to read. But, to break free from slavery, I knew that I had to learn how to write next. A new idea came to me in the shipyard. I watched the ship carpenters carve letters into pieces of wood to show which parts of the ship it would be used for. I soon learned the names of these letters. They carved L for larboard, Or left side, F for forward, S for starboard, the right side, and A for aft, the stern. With a lump of chalk, I wrote on fences, brick walls, and pavement. I copied these four letters until I could write them from memory. To learn the rest of the alphabet, I challenged those boys on the street who I knew could write, I said I could write just as well as them, and they didn't believe me. I carefully wrote all the letters I practiced. Beat that! Unable to resist my game, they wrote the letters they knew. I paid close attention to the ones that I didn't know. At home, when Thomas finished his copybooks, they were set aside and forgotten. I used the books to trace the letters again and again until I could make them all without looking. Without looking at the books. After nearly seven years, I finally succeeded in learning how to read and write. Mister Ald was right; there would be no keeping me. My chains had been broken. The end. Frederick Douglass became a very well-known well known author when he grew up. And his story from being a slave in his childhood is super inspiring because he was such a wonderful adult when he finally broke the chains and became free. I hope that this story inspires you to go for your dreams and do big things, even if somebody's trying to hold you back. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Bye! Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I created a Gmail account so that you could send me emails. I would love to hear where you're listening from.